Today's daf is a daf Chav Dalin, page 24 in the Hidikim Masachas Baba Kama. And we're going to pick up at the bottom of Chav Gimel Amud Beis, 23b. Let's go back to the Mishnah, which we learned already. And the Mishnah goes through how an animal becomes, moves from a Shar Tam to a Shar Muad, and how it regains its status as a Shar Tam. Okay? So we had a Machlekes in the Mishnah. Machlekes says, is it three times goring, or is it three days of goring? All right. Nafkamina, if it gores three times in one day. So the Gemara that we were in the middle of is going through the sources for each opinion, but let's restart. Says the Mishnah. About nine lines from the bottom of Chav Gimel Beis. Ezu Tam Ezu Muad. How do you have a Tam? How do you have a Muad? Muad. What is the animal that's a Muad? Kol Sheidu Ba'Shleishi Yamim. If there's Edom witnesses that testify about it over the course of three days that it gored. Vitam. How does an animal become a Tam? Now, what do you mean? It started out as a Tam. Answer is very nice. It started out as a Tam, but now it became a Muad. How can it regain the status of a Tam? So if it gores three days in a row, it's a muad. If it, now it does not gore three days in a row, it regains its status of a tam. Divi Rabbi Yehuda, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir says, muad, what is an animal that's a muad? That it gores three times, not on three different days. And what is a tam? If you have kids who are annoying it, being annoying with uh, near the animal and uh, trying to uh, mess with it, and the animal doesn't get agitated and start goring, so that is a sign that is now considered a calm animal, and there's no need to expect it to gore. It is now reinstated as a tam. Says the Gemara. My time with Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda that it's dependent on days? Says the Gemara because he learns out from the pasuk. And let's look at again at the side of the Gemara on the on the left side of the Gemara in the Torah Arashalim, which quotes the psukim. Okay, so look right here. Here's the Torah Arashalim. Okay, it points out that we, this is Shemais Perachafalaf Pasachav Test. Let's turn the Pasach together. Vimshar Nagachu. If it's a goring ox, mitmail shilshaim, from yesterday, shilshaim, what's the root of shalosh? Three. Vahuad bibalav, and it becomes a muad to its master. Now, what's interesting, we're going to learn on today's daf that. Who's the muad, the ox or the master? Interesting, the gavra, the chavtze, right? Is it like on the, is the onus on the owner? He's the one who's a muad. Like he's not careful or is it the, the animal itself? It's a fascinating conversation. And he's not watching it. An animal kills a man or woman. The animal, the ox, as well as the owner are chayav misa. Okay, mitmoil shulshem. So, depending on days, says the Gemara. My time to review the Amr Abai, Tumayl Chad. It could have said Tumayl yesterday, which is one day. Mitmayl, it says from yesterday, which is Shtayim, which is two. Shilshayim, three day, uh, three. Tlasa. Once it gets to the fourth goring on the fourth day, you, uh, you are a muad. And it takes on all those halachas. Rabbi Amar Rabbi has another way. Tamayl mitmayl chad. Yesterday from yesterday is once. Shilshaim is two. It becomes a muad on day number three. Okay, fine. So now we know the source for Rabbi Yehuda. Why is dependent on on days? What's the idea? Mitmayl shilshaim. Says says the Gemara. 
For Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says that it's not about days. It's about times. My time, eh? What's his reason? The time we learned to rise, Rabbi Meir says, top of today's death. If the animal gores over three days, the owner is going to be chayav kiyav niki chayav like Koshkein. And says Rabbi Meir like this. If I'm chayav, my animal gores over the course of three days. It's showing a pattern. How much more so if it gores all in one day? That shows this thing is nuts. Yeah, of course you got to watch it. Amalei, the center of mayor, one second. I'll prove to you when something happens in one day is not a greater issue. Because from the flows of a zav, a zava, I'm sorry, a woman who has a flow. If her, if her blood flow is spread out over the course of days, Tameya, she can become a zavagdaila. It depends on what days she has the blood flow. Kirva I'll tell you, if it all happens in one day, she still she doesn't become a zavagdaila. She remains in the lower status of back to them. No, 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 no. Don't learn. You, you can't ask on me from the laws of Tuma. The eye you you see that closer is not a bigger problem than further apart because the term is specifically over there makes it dependent on days but I can still say that when it comes to an animal that's a mood it's more logical if it's a mood on days it's certainly a mood in the amount of times that it goes okay this is where we got up to yesterday says how do you know that the word and this is coming to exclude a zava that it's not dependent on how many times she sees a flow let's say maybe it's coming to exclude a zav from different days, and it goes by times for a uh, for a male zav. Okay, maybe what it means is like this: that lemute zav miyamim. It should when a, a man has a discharge. There's ways for a man to become a zav, and ways for a woman to become a zava. A woman becomes a zava on the amount of days that she sees dam. A man becomes a zav for the amount of sightings of a seminal di- discharge. Again, not not by cause, not for cause. Okay, that you become a zav. If it's due to cause, then it's going to be a balkari. But uh, says the Gemara, maybe it's coming to exclude a zav from taking on a status of zav by days, maybe, and it's dependent on how many times he sees a discharge. A zav and a zav, which is referring to both man and woman. The Torah in this passage compares the laws of a male, well, zav by definition is a male, a zav to a zav. Ma nekeva biyam, just like by a nekeva, it she becomes a zava ketana and a zava gedayla, depending on days. Av zachar biyam, so to by a man, it depends on days. Vilikish nekeva lezachar. Says Gemara, why are we t- saying the male takes on the laws of the female because it's compared? Maybe the female takes the laws of the male when we compare it. Vilakish nekeva lezachar, ma zachar biyas. Just so you become a zav by how many times you have a sighting of a seminal discharge. After gimbir, so to a woman should become a uh, should become a zava. Depending on how many sightings, not depending on how many days. Says the already excluded her with Zeis to tell us that for, for her, for sure, it's going to be depending on days as opposed to sightings. Umara Isa says, how do you know to interpret the Pasuk like that? It's logical. It's, it's logical to say that when we're dealing with Re'iyas, when we're dealing with sightings of how many times you have a flow, then we're also excluding sightings. So, um, but uh, to go ahead and say that we're looking at Re'iyah, we're looking at how many sightings you have to exclude days, that's not necessarily logical, that's not necessarily true. Hence, we're going to compare the laws of Zav to a Zava, as opposed to comparing the laws of a Zava to a Zav. Period. End of that Gemara. Tanu Rabbonon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. 
Ezehu mu'ad. What is a mu'ad? Kol she'idu ba'ishtoy siyam. Any animal that, that there's edim. Witnesses testify that a gourd on three days. Three days, this animal is a mu'ad. The tam. How does the animal become, regain its status of a tam, of a non-goring ox? He got a bunch of annoying kids uh, playing around near it, and it doesn't agitate, it doesn't gourd. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yisif. Rabbi Shimon says, It's not about three days, it's about three times. Okay. Ah, so why does he say, Listen to this. Says Rabbi Shimon, but the most shosham is not telling me how it becomes a mu'ad. But the most shosham is telling me how it loses its status of a mu'ad. Which means, on Sunday the animal gored three times. It says Reb Shimon, it's a mu'ad. However, if it doesn't gore Monday, it doesn't gore Tuesday, it doesn't gore Wednesday, by Thursday it's a tam. That's where the days come into play. Not to become a mu'ad, but to lose its status of a mu'ad. Amar of Nachem, Amar of Adabar Ava, Rachem says the name of Ravada Bar Ava. We follow Rabbi Yehuda because we see that Rabbi Yaisi, who says that it's on three days and it loses its status when the kids are playing there and it doesn't gore, since Rabbi, since Rabbi Yaisi agreed with him, we pass like Rabbi Yehuda, and we follow Rabbi Meir in how it could become a tam again, which is when the children are playing with it, Shaharei Rabbi Yaisi Maidalai, because Rabbi Yaisi agrees with him. So why don't we just say, Allah is like Rameer, because Rabbi Shimon agrees with him. Why don't you say it in, a, in an easier fashion? I, hold, I, I do whatever Rabbi Yaisi does, because Rabbi Yaisi Geshmak always has Svara with him. See, there's different, it's different Mahalchim. It's very interesting. You find even amongst current day Paiskin. And you go back in Dairis, you go the late, earlier generations, you go through the Svarim. There's different styles, different styles and different approaches as to um, when Paiskim give, uh, give up sack. Sometimes, you know, you'll have some Allah Svarim and, and they'll, they'll write out the question and the, the answer will be Cain. Yeah. Or the answer will be Ulai, maybe, or that, uh, sh- short answers, which is fine. That's um, then you have svarim like the Igras Maisha. Maisha Feinstein svarim, yeah. Which the question is two lines, and the answer is eight pages. And Maisha goes through the entire sugya, dissects it, goes through his makiras, goes through his sources, and gives us his reasoning, which allows us to learn his process of sak as well as allows us to understand differences in situations which may be similar, which normally if you'd see a, a, a two-word answer, you'd think it's the same thing, but you realize now, because where everybody's coming from, that there's a nuance here, and maybe it's a, he would give a different sock. He allows us to learn through where he got to so that we can know when to extend it and when not to extend it, to actually know the difference. He's giving svar, he's giving reasonings. He says, Rabbi Yaisi always has reasonings with him, and when you have two approaches of Tanayim, and one always has his reasoning with him, and one doesn't, that's the one I follow. I follow the one that, that's giving the, the, out, the, the underlying svara because it's, a, it's coming from a, a place that's more uh, robust in our ability to apply it. Again, he's not saying that Rabbi is clearer. He's not saying it's a greater Paisic. He's not saying that it's clearer. It's saying for us, we know for a fact that it's applying to the situations that we're in as opposed to an answer again that doesn't have a reasoning with it, 
is it, 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 it might, it's a little bit of a jump to know when it's going to apply elsewhere. Okay. They asked the question, searching for information. The three days that we say, an animal has to grow for three days to become a mu'ad. The yudei teira aluyudei gavra, this is what we brought up before. Does the axe become a mu'ad or does the owner become a mu'ad? In, in yeshivish fashion, the chakira over here is, the discrepancy is, are we going on the chavza, the object that the axe itself is becoming a mu'ad, it is now a goring axe, or is it on the gavra, the person is a mu'ad, okay, the person's a mu'ad, and initially he was a tam, which means that he's a type of owner where we're going to be lenient on him, because he hasn't been warned three times, but now that he's been warned, it's on you, the owner, to watch him, you've been warned three times, testimony, now after three times, it's on you to watch him. So we're going on the Gavra or the Chavza. Now let me ask you a question. To call my father, Zechariah Lebracha. Who cares? Is this mental gymnastics? Very often, I'm quoting my father because there's been times where I was learning with him and I, or I've, I've, amongst the group or by myself and we'd come up with a Chakira a difference, you know, a, a, a pinpointed detail. You'd say, very nice, but that's just mental gymnastics. What does that do with Torah? There's a lot of times you can find something and it seems like deep and lumdus and this. So with Shaykhus, very nice. It's mental gymnastics. All right. So your brain's working. So what? Like, what what's the Lamaisa? Says the Gemara, very nice. Gabra, Chavza. The mind of Green, if you show me a halachic difference, if you show me a practical difference, and now it's a Gishmaka, you, you can start talking. Otherwise, you need to this is not academia over here. Says the Gemara, the Mayan Kamina. What do we care? How's this going to play out uh, in a halachic difference in the way that a yid is supposed to live? Says the Gemara, the difference is if three sets of witnesses come in one day, this is incredible. So what happened is like this. Chevrolet, listen closely. The ox gourd Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. On Tuesday, all three sets of witnesses showed up. So it gored on three different days, but the witnesses only came in one day. So if the ox, so in such a case, you have Mamish have enough Kamina. If we go on the ox, so now the ox is going to be a mu'ad. We have a mu'ad situation. If it's the gavra, he hasn't been warned on three days. So that'll make a difference in how much he has to pay. So we talk and need to know, right? If you're going to say like you day that the these witnesses are all coming in one day, and we're turning the ox into a muad, so tura miyai. Even if they came in one day, the ox scored three consecutive days. It's a muad. <coughs> Excuse me. And the owner's going to have to pay complete damages. The amri la yudei gavra. And if you're going to tell me that it's to make the the owner into a muad, lay miyai. See, he's not a muad yet. He could say hashdu yeah, now you're telling me everything. I haven't been warned uh, on three days. Semai, what is the Allah? Interesting shine. Okay, again, the primary name of Muad. Gavra, the owner, or Hefza, the object, is it the ox? Ta Shemang, come and listen. Ein Ashar Nasemuad ad Sheyidubai Befnei Baidim Ubefnei Bezdim. An ox does not become a mu'ad until there's witnesses that testify with the owner there in court. So if you go to court and testify about the ox, 
If the owner's not there, he doesn't even know you're testifying, he can't watch it better. So you have to give testimony, the owner needs to be there, and it's in court. Let's say they testified about the ox in court, but the owner's not around, the guy's vacationing in the, in the Bahamas. Or he testifies in front of the owner, but not in front of court. The Bezdin is in uh, Schweiz. They're out with the Rebbes, vacationing after, uh, after Sukkis. Yeah? It does not become a mood. Testimony has to be in front of Bezdin and in front of the owner. Two witnesses come and testify about Goring number one. And then two witnesses about goring number two. And then two witnesses about goring number three. These are considered three separate testimonies. Okay. And it's considered three separate testimonies because they're, they're testifying about different gorings. Okay. Now who cares if they're considered three different testimonies? It means like this. If one group is proven to be false... Not Adam Zaymimim, not like we. But stop, it just didn't make any sense. The other two are still in play. Right? Still considered like two, two groups gave, uh, gave testimony. And what's going to happen? Your ox scored twice, you're going to pay Chatzinazak. You'll have to pay half damages because those remain in place. However, when it comes to Hazama, when it comes to Adam Zaymimim, they're all going to be considered one group. Okay, now what's Adam Zaymimim? Let's remind ourselves. Adam is the following. Two people come into Bezdin and they say, Yankul's ox gored and damaged. At, 10, at 9.56 a.m. on Sunday. Okay. Two of them come in St. Louis. Two other of them come and they say, excuse me, 9.56 a.m. on Sunday, you were with us in Portland. There's no way you could give testimony about that. Allah is that group becomes Adam Zaymim and they're going to obligate them to pay whatever they tried obligating Yankul. Not only are they discredited, their whole Eidos has been, the whole feet has been pulled out from underneath. Not only are you not true, we do to you what you tried to do. Okay. So in our case, since we say all three testimonies are needed to make the animal into a muad, we're going to use all of this to be considered hazama. Now one of the rules of Adam Zaymim is that the Adam do not need to pay until all the entire group was found to be Zaymim. So let's articulate what's happening. Ready? Three groups come and they say you're ox scored. What do these three groups combined accomplish? The ox is going to pay full damage now. It's a muad. Individually, they obligate half damage because the animal's still a tam if you just look at each one individually. But combined, they make him a muad. Since you need all three groups combined to make a muad, you're going, if when it comes to Adam Zaymimim, you're going to need all six to be Zaymimim in order to give them the punishment of an Eidzomim. You have the Lamdashir? It's a Lamdashir thing. Lamdashir, again. When two people testify, Yankel's ox gourd, and he's got to pay $200. They're found to be Zomim. They were the third group to testify. 
in order for them to have to pay Nezek Shalim full 400 or so of what the damage was, we need that all six were made Zaymimin because you need all six to make the animal a Mu'ar. So if you look at it individually, that's Tam. But to make it a Mu'ad, you need all of them. So the Gemara says, in order to make them a Mu'ad, uh, uh, and obligate them in a Mu'ad way, you need all six. Okay. Nimtzis kat rishayda zaymemes. Now the Gemara, the, the Bryce will go through all this. If the first group is found to be zaymem, harekan shneiduyas, there's two testimonies that are still alive, obligating him in half damage. Nimtzis kat shneiduyas, the second group is found to be zaymem, harekan eidusachas. Now you only have the third group around. Luhu potter, vehim potter. He's potter and they're potter. Nimtzis kat shlishu zaymemes. If the third group is found to be zaymem, kulam chayavim. Now they're all chayav in Nezek Sholem. They're all chayav in Nezek Sholem because all them combined would obligate him of full damages. The Torah says, We do to them, Mamish Nezek Sholem, what they tried to do. If you're going to say, now the Gemara is going to try to bring a proof. Is it going on the ox or the person? So, if you say that the testimony makes the chefza, the ox into a muad, this all makes sense. Why all three groups together make the oxen to Amur, top of Amur Beis, Ali Amelayude Gavra. But if you're going to tell me that they make the owner to Amur, Lemru Hanuch Kamoi, let the earlier groups say, Anan, Miyadim, the Basar Shlaish, Yumi, Asu, Hani, Yumi, Adilei. One second. I testified about the first Goring. You're testifying about the second Goring. They're testifying about the third Goring. What do I have to do with the later two groups? I didn't know that they're going to come tomorrow. I didn't know that they're going to, to show up. And even though we're liars, and we're, proud, we're found to be disproven, you're now going to make us pay Nezek Shalim when we're Adam Zomim? When we showed up, when we showed up on Sunday, you're right, we're liars. But what did we try obligating him in? Half damages, not full damages. And now Monday they show up, but now all of us are found to be Zomim, they're going to make me pay full? What do I have to do with the last two sets? If it's on the Gavra. Very sensible, right? You're going to make me pay full? When at the time that I showed up, I was only obligating 200 bucks. You're going to make me pay 400? That's not what I was doing. I'm Ravashi. Ravashi says, You know, when we said this over, and Rav Gahan, he said to me, and if the, and he said to me, one second, you're right, that's a good logic. It has to be that the ox is becoming a mood, not the owner, because otherwise this whole halacha doesn't make sense. Why would we obligate the first group to pay Nezek Shalem? I get it. But he says, let me tell you something. It ain't going to make sense either according to the axe. When you make the cheftza, the, the, the axe also, into a mood, now it does make sense. You have the same logic. The last group, the third group should say, How do we know that everybody who came to, who, who's standing in court, even the first two groups, how do we know that they were testifying about this specific ox? I don't know the court records. Even if I were to show up on Tuesday. Listen to this. This, this is so Svaradik, very logical. Listen to what happens. Two of them come and say the ox scored Sunday. Two of them come and say ox scores Monday. Two of them come and say the ox scores Tuesday. What do you want to do? Look at the last group and say, hey, you made him pay Nezek Shalim. Now that you're aid Zomim, you got to pay full damages. Let the third group say the same thing that the first group was going to say. And they'll say, one second, do we know the court records? We just testified that this ox scored. On Tuesday. Did we know it was the third time? We're standalone witnesses. All we tried to do was obligate him in half. 
You're going to throw the book at us and obligate us and all? Who says such a thing? We came to obligate and have damages. And you're going to throw the whole, uh, the whole damage at us. So the Svarah, this logic works both ways, right? Either way, you got a problem. Whether you look at the Chavza, the axe itself, then you have a problem with the, with the uh, first group. And if you look at the Gavra, so you have a problem with the last group. Answers the Gemara, the Kamaramze Ramuze. Okay, maybe you could say with the third group, knew the first group, they were all signaling to each other. You go first, we'll go second, we'll go third. This way, even if they say we didn't know, we know they're not telling the truth. Rashi says, maybe they all came to court one after another. Maybe they all showed up on the same day. Maybe they, they know the owner of the ox, but they don't uh, recognize the ox itself. Okay, They say, listen, I don't know what's that specific ox, but we know it was whichever ox was walking with this owner. And then they're, they're testifying about the owner. More than the ox. Says Gemara, but if they don't recognize the ox, how can you give testimony? It's like, what are they called? The lineup? Yeah, they, they line up suspects and they tell them to pick out. Say, so if you can't pick out the specific ox, so you say, well, I recognize the owner. Oh, the guy's got 10 oxen. Uh, you, how do we even allow you to testify about such a thing? Says Gemara, I'll tell you how. The Amri, Tura Negachna Islach Bebekarcha. What they could say to the owner is, listen, we don't know the specific ox, but let me tell you something. Even if you have 10 oxen, amongst those 10, there's a goring ox. There's an ox that, uh, there's an ox that uh, ran out. And therefore, even if you have one ox that's vild, yeah, if one ox that's vild, you got to watch all of them. But I don't know which one. Don't matter. You know... We were telling you in this herd of oxen, let's say, never good with, is it a school of oxen? Is it a herd of oxen? What's, it called? What, what, what's another one? Uh, what, what are all the different things? A pack. A pack. A club. Yeah. So, uh, say, listen, amongst them, there's an ox that gores. And therefore, even if I can't pick out the specific one, you got to watch the entire herd. Or flock um, uh, from over there. Okay. You boy, though, that's a question. Searching for information. I'm a shasek. You own a dog. Sounds like St. Louis. I um, sick your dog against somebody else. So the damage came through your dog, but my sicking of the dog. Ma, what's Allah? Meshase, the one who sicked the dog and got it upset, Vadai Potter. Ooh, it's certainly Potter. Okay, why is he certainly Potter? Says Rashi, I'm a grumma. When I cause damage, I'm Potter Bidini Adam and Chai Bidini Shemayim. Bezdin here does not obligate me in payment, but I'm obligated in heaven. So if I want to get off the hook in Shemayim, I should actually be involved in the payment. But a court down here is not going to obligate me. So I'm a grumma. I caused. I'm not nice. But Bezin can't obligate me. Bal Kelev Mai. What about the owner of the dog? Me, I'm Rinan. Could the owner of the dog say, Matzi Amarle Anan Mayavdinale? Could the owner of the dog say, What did I do? Did I personally damage this guy? 
Since you know that dogs could be made angry, and it was made angry, this is a risk that you take by owning dogs. Don't own it. It comes with risks. It comes with risks. Very important question. It's a very important question in life, by the way. There's a lot of things that we... The, the risk versus reward factor... Everything comes with a risk. So here we're dealing specifically with animals. Let's say trained dogs. There's still a risk. Dog's a dog. Forget the background of the story, but there's a mice with a Bionis and Ibschitz. One of the mices that we tell over between him and this priest that they used to... Uh, so is it, one of the incidents was the, the, the priest wanted to prove that there's less of a difference between humans and animals than, than uh, the Jews think. We put a big value on human life and whatever it was. So I'm not sure the background what led to this. So, so uh, Rabbi Yenis and I just told him to prove it. Prove it. So the priest said, give me, uh, give me a few months. <clears throat> he took a cat and he trained the cat in how to do full service waitering. And this cat, he trained it how to walk on its hind legs, hold glasses, and start serving around the table. Put a fancy apron on it, a gansazach. He was proving you could train the same way that humans are trained, animals could be trained, and it's just, a, it's not, humans are just trained. There's nothing intrinsic, there's nothing intrinsic there. That was his, his sight. So, Rabbi Yenzin Ibshitz came to the party, and in the middle of the party, his cat's walking around and everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's all impressed with the wisdom of the priest. If Yonson Ives just takes two mice out of his pocket and throws them on the floor. And the cat goes, Meshuggah. Drops everything, starts running after the mice. And Yonson Ives just walks out. Yeah, that's the mice. That's the mice. You think you, you, think you got the cat to, to be closer to a human? It doesn't have an ashama. A cat is a cat. Is a cat is a cat. I don't care how much you train it. That's the Gemara saying over here. Yomara says, you own a dog? Let me tell you something. What do you mean? I train my dog. It's not dangerous. Let me tell you. A dog is a dog is a dog is a dog. And a person could go and sick a dog. And maybe we tell the owner that you're a chryas. You know this is a risk. Very nice. You say that it's more rewarding for you to have a, to have a, a loyal companion or, or protection. And there are times where it's mutter, where it's, it's permitted. But you have to know there's, there's a dangers that come along with it. And therefore, it should be your achrayas. It's your responsibility if your dog does go and damage. You shouldn't have kept it in your domain in, in that way. You know it could be sicked uh, uh, and cause damage. So that's the shiloh. Do we, could the owner say, listen, it wasn't me, he sicked my animal, or do we say, it doesn't matter. The chray is still on you. Now, I just want to point out also, Viter, another important insight, insight in life. I want to think about the first part of the question. Listen to how the Gemara asked the question. I sicked your dog against somebody, and it said, it said, and, and it did damage, bit the guy. Am I obligated? I sicked your dog. Am I obligated? No. If you couldn't say, what did my dog do? Are you obligated? No. So who's going to pay? Here's what I want to bring out. You say in life. You know who? Nobody. Nobody. Why is this a side in life? Why is it foundational? 
Very often in life, we're looking, we think everything has an answer. Everything has a way that it's going to be fixed up perfectly, and we're standing for justice, and it has to be like this. And you know what? Nishtazai. Nishtazai. Sometimes you're just going to have situations where there's no turrets. There's no turrets. You're not mechayiv, I'm not mechayiv. The guy just ends up being damaged. Kacha. Kacha. What about justice? All right? The Bani justice. Justice. Listen, you look at each one. You can't, you can't be mechayiv me, you can't mechayiv you. There's not, there's not always a terrorist. It sounds simple, it's not simple. It's not simple. It's big, I need to learn this. We try finding answers to a lot of things. And we should try to be helpful and, and try to do things. You have to realize some things, you just have to leave. The Baruch will ultimately work it out for people and just figure it out. But there's not necessarily a terrorist. Summer of Zerah, Zerah says, Tosh makam and listen. V'tam What is the tam? How does the animal revert to going back to being a tam when children are <coughs> annoying it, misham playing around with it, it doesn't gore them. If it does gore them, you're going to be chayev. Okay, so we see. What do you see from here? Who caused the ox to gore when the children are annoying it? The kids. But we still say it seems that the owner is going to have to pay. Ah, what do you see from here? Kids annoying. Owner of the ox needs to pay. Give out. Yeah, it's a matter of. The, um, uh, the, the owner is obligated even if somebody else six your dog, six your animal. Did it say that the kids are playing and if it gores, you're obligated? No. It says when it doesn't gore, that makes it a tam. That's it. Yeah, maybe if it would gore, it just doesn't go back to being a tam. But who says that if the kids get it angry, that the owner's going to have to pay? That was your assumption. Bottom line is no riot. About. If you sick a dog or sick a snake against someone, you're putter, you're a cause, you're a grama. My love, doesn't it mean that the one who's sick is putter, but the owner of the animal's chayev? Everybody's off the hook. If you're going to tell me the one who's sick the dog is going to be chayev, she say, What is. Um, um, it's going to come out that let's say, let's say, the victim, the one that got bitten, caused my animal to get angry at him. You walk up to my dog and bop it on the nose, and it bites you. So it's the, if, uh, if the victim himself did it, the owner is going to be putter. My timer. Why? Call Mashana, Bachar Vashinabai. Putter. Anytime you have something that's abnormal and then something else comes along and acts abnormal, you're putter. Like we said, what's his name? From Victor Frankel. There's no normal reaction to an abnormal situation. Once we're in an abnormal situation, another abnormal situation is not going to change something. Okay? Amar of Papa, of Papa says... We learned like you, the If you have two cows in a public domain, one is crouching, which is abnormal in a public domain. You're asking for tsaris. You don't stop your race car in the middle of a racetrack. The one's walking. It's normal. The one that's walking goes and kicks. The one that's crouching, Petura, the owner of the walking one, is Patera Vutzbalachetz Chayv. If this, if this uh, crouching one is doing something abnormal and it hurts the walking animal, so you're going to be Chayv because that is called Karen. 
he says to him, uh, In that case, I actually hold the one walking is obligated for the one crouching. We'll say to the, uh, the walking ox, so to speak, could say to the crouching ox or the owner of each one, um, very nice I'm crouching and that's not normal but when I'm crouching guess what you're very welcome to walk around me you don't have to walk over me and kick me in the nose you have a right to, uh, to uh, either walk around me you can even step over me but they give me a zetz to give me a kick that you didn't have any uh, that you didn't have any rights to do and so too over here we're going to say where the second person does something abnormal when it's kind of caused by the first, uh, by the first uh, uh, thing which is abnormal, something which is abnormal, again, it's, um, it's uh, going to be considered a hemshech, and the two abnormals are not going to uh, combine to be putter. Rather, we're going to say, you still didn't have to do it in that way, and Mamela, you should be chayev, you should be obligated. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah, which is going to take us on to a completely new sugya. We're going to hold it here. We're about uh, 10 lines to the bottom of Chafdal Ramabez. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a Rebez Hashem. Daf this week after Marav 520. Barach 520. Same time as last week. Have a wonderful week.